You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Humpty Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Sarah and Gina from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 658 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Vicki, Sarah, and Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold you your trip, so just contact us today. So Disney World's 50th anniversary began this past Friday, October 1st, 2021, and holy guacamole, I know you guys probably saw pictures. One of our colleagues is a DVC member. She's at work, but her mom is a DVC owner and she was at the park and she came bringing a picture to show me of, of the park. And I don't think that my eyes even, I mean, I know I've been there Christmas and New Year's Eve, but holy smokes, it was crazy. They said that guests had been camping out the night before, which I guess we should have all been, not been surprised about and what they wanted to be the first people to enter the park. I don't know if they knew that maybe there was some special thing, although I don't think they'll ever do that again after the um, how they did with that one family. I don't know if you guys heard that when Brad and I did the 50th anniversary episode, Yeah. how they picked a family and then the family like totally took advantage of the free park, lifetime park passes and thought they should get free resorts and free everything for the- Well, the thing that got me was like I could see if it was just the family. Yeah. But when you're bringing friends and 12. other guests, that's not. No, that's just wrong. That's taking advantage of it. Right. So although we know that the rides and attractions are fantastic, it seemed that the guests were far more tied up with the 50th merchandise and those popcorn buckets, which we'll talk more about later. Um, but by 9, 9 a.m., the girl that we worked with was telling us that there was a four hour wait at the Emporium to get the 50th anniversary merch. Um, we also found out that there were guests saving fireworks spots as early as 10.30 in the morning. And I saw that on a vlog. And even the guy doing the YouTube video was like, I'm sorry, what? He goes, oh, are we having a picnic or something? And they're like, no, we're saving our spots. And he was like, it's 10.30. They're like, yeah, I know. And I was just like, these people have lost their minds. They have, seriously. Well, I kept getting on all day and like I was showing Chris and I'm like, look at this, the lines for the rides. Like you can walk on them. What the heck is going on? <laughs> I said, I don't understand any of it. But it was crazy. I watched a lot of YouTube. If you guys didn't or if the listeners didn't, I would encourage you to just because it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were wall to wall people and you know how they used to make sure you weren't really in the streets or however they did I, it was insane i i have never 
It looked like Black Friday on steroids. <laughs> the videos I saw from inside the Emporium, I mean, everybody was had to wear a mask, right? But they were shoulder to shoulder and elbowing and pushing. And I was like, I just thought, this is so un-Disney-like. Or is it the epitome of Disney? I couldn't decide. But, um, I mean, the rides, though, no wait. And it makes you think, like, is it really because there's no fast passes? Like, that's the only thing I could think. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Or is it because hard capacity is still not 100%? That was my other thought. Everyone in the park was at the line waiting to get into the Emporium. <laughs> I really think that a lot of these people, they must have been people who are season pass holders and people who go a lot. So I'm only able to go maybe like twice a year on a good year. Like I don't go all of the time. There is no way I'm going to waste my time in line right. or saving a spot for fireworks and waste the entire day. So I'm just thinking these people have been on these rides a million times. Mm -hmm. And so it's nothing special to them. But what is special to them is getting their favorite merchandise or yeah. seeing the fireworks and having the best spot. So they could care less if they're just there for just that. That's my only thought yeah. as to why somebody would waste their whole day. Like you, Stephanie, when I'm booking trips for my family, I avoid those popular days like the plague or I avoid them like COVID. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I go to crowd calendars and I look for, okay, when are there no competitions, no races, no festivals, no anything going on so that I can have the lightest crowds possible. And so I would never choose to go on the 50th anniversary date or, and that's why I don't go at Christmas time or, you know, spring break because I, can, I don't like it. <laughs> well, and then Saturday, I was also looking at the ride times and Saturday and Sunday were the same. The ride times were really, really low. And I'm like, what the heck? I don't get it. But that's not the case for Christmas and everything else or else I wouldn't avoid it. Like if I could get on rides and not have to wait in right. obnoxious lines, then sure, I would still go then. I'm interested to see what the traditionally busiest time of year is going to be like. And if Disney, you know, if Genie um, Plus is up and running, which it's supposed to be by then, I think, since Christmas time is in the winter officially and not the fall anymore. Um, what is it going to be like with Genie Plus? And what are the wait times going to be like? I don't know. I'm just hoping that I'm still hoping that next week the ride times will be like yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're like that for staff too. I just, just yes, yes, yeah, crazy. For sure. So the um, the projections, of course were gorgeous because i know uh sarah's wanting to talk about this it's <laughs> she's she's biting at the bit i can feel it <laughs> i liked it but i have to tell you and please don't send hate mail it wasn't as magical as i thought it was going to be i i don't know what are your thoughts you are the only the one same yeah and, yeah and, and it just seems like even after watching harmonious the night before and then enchantment it's the same like songs. Do you know what I mean? Like the same movies. It's not. So I, I, I want to start with Happily Ever After. Okay. 
let's let's back up a little bit. There was wishes. Wishes was all fireworks mm-hmm. with you know very with music, fireworks, and very little involvement of the castle. Then we moved to Happily Ever After, which I think for the most part everyone loved and adored that show. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a very good reception. They used the castle well. The projections that were on the castle, um, they lasted. You know, the uh, and what I mean by that is the song, the Disney songs that they were playing from the movies, they weren't over in five seconds. It lasted a little bit, and there was a story there. They were talking about happily ever after, and you know, you have your wishes and your dreams, and then you're gonna face challenges and then there was the spot with the um villains that got very dramatic and then you have your happy ending your happily ever after so there was that disney storytelling part that made it magical it was and you had everything from new movies to the nostalgic things like snow white and sleeping beauty and cinderella they were all part of it and i think it made it feel like a full circle story now we get to enchantment where they have projections coming down the street which they were trying to show in the live stream and i think it was very hard for them to do and like gina was saying earlier i'll have to wait and pass final judgment when i get to see the show in person but that didn't seem to be a big thing to me also there was the story felt very choppy you didn't get there was no consistent story in the show the songs didn't line you know it didn't line up for me so i didn't get that feeling that makes you that disney feeling that nostalgia that like happy spot in your heart it wasn't there and I don't, I don't know exactly why. Was it the transitions they were using from song to song um, and the lack of the story? I don't know. I feel like they like kind of said, oh, crap, we got to put something together for the 50th and just shoved a bunch of crap in yeah. quickly. You know, like, like they, you know, probably were shut down for COVID. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, crap, we're open and it's going to be the 50th. We need to do something. <laughs> That's the way I felt. Yeah. I mean, I want to see it in person, but I wasn't impressed. Now, I was more impressed with Harmonious. And see, I wasn't. <laughs> I loved <laughs> Harmonious. Amy and I both did. And I, I just enchantment. But then I also heard, and I didn't watch it because I was busy, um, but they said on, I guess it was Saturday, when they did Harmonious, like, you know how in the video when they did it on YouTube, on the live feed, that they had the images in the middle of the big circle? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I guess whichever day it was, Friday night or Saturday night, the production in the middle wasn't working. That's not good. It's too early on. <laughs> I, I foresee a lot of problems with the harmonious barge structures simply because there is water involved. Right. Um, it does not bode well for the consistency and longevity of this show. But harmonious, I thought was beautiful what I was seeing. But again, the story and the transitions were not there. 
And I was thinking, why are they focusing so much on the animated Disney movies? I just didn't get it. It's Epcot. You can go further than this. There are creative minds there, and I feel like they're not using them. I don't know. I was, of all things, I was very disappointed with Harmonious. I liked Enchantment better than Harmonious, but um, I don't know. I was disappointed overall. I mean, I sound like I hated the shows. I wouldn't say that. I'll still go see them, (laughs) but I was hoping for more. I'll put it that way. It wasn't the normal Disney touch that I felt like. Not at all. What do you think, Steph? Well, I do think that seeing it online and seeing it in person is different just because even seeing Happily Ever After, like when I'm actually there, I'm brought to tears. When I watch it online, I like it, but I'm not like getting all of the feels. So I wouldn't expect to get all of the feels either. Mm -hmm. I'll give it that. Like just seeing it online, you don't have to like tear up in this big and if they're able to make you do that then just imagine the amount of feeling you'd be feeling I'm while sorry, you're there i so. cry at happily ever after every single time even <laughs> even online if no, i just not online see, that's I, what I, i'm I saying like the, i did for the last one though i did yeah. i did tear up okay. for the last but one. that's for a different reason it's because right. we're sad to see it go so maybe while we're there and we're actually seeing these right. shows in person it still might give us a different type of feels and that's what i'm hoping for but i just know that the feedback like across all of the blogs and all the the Facebook groups that I'm a part of there wasn't a ton of positive no that people were saying (laughs) in in fact they even made up like an email that Disney put out like a fake email that said that they were going to stop production of the show did you see it it had people believing it too I don't know my even my husband, and granted we're married, so we probably think a lot alike, he didn't even care for it. We were watching it together, and he he wanted to watch it, and I was kind of surprised. <laughs> um, but for both shows, he was kind of like, eh. Maybe it's like there's right now with the pandemic and everything, there's just really no creativity right now. Maybe that's part of it. There's no creative minds wanting to really search to see what's going to mm. be a hit. And it's just kind of, oh, well, we need to put something together. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. So I watched the Animal Kingdom tree. Did you guys watch that? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see that one. Again, it wasn't much different than what was there before. Right? <laughs> I, see, well, and that's when I thought the same thing. And I, and I feel that way with Enchantment, too. It's really not that if you really think about it not that much different than what happily ever after was but i feel like happily ever after was done better it was like if you see have you ever watched the show nailed it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes love that show <laughs> my kids love it i yeah so there's like the 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 example cake or pastry whatever it is they're making that's right. happily ever after and then <laughs> there's enchantment which is the nailed it version <laughs> Maybe not to that extent, but that's, that's how I see it in my analogy. head. <laughs> the only other thing that I want to say about Harmonious is um, not Disney movies, but I love the uh, Hotel Transylvania series. And I think it's the third one. They go on a cruise. And I don't know if y'all are familiar with this, but there's an octopus that is in the water and is dancing. Mm-hmm. That is what 
it looked the like to me. Yeah, that is you're right. I, you're right. You're that is what I imagine. The, the round, the circle is the octopus head, and then the arms coming up are his tentacles. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, it's an octopus! It's an octopus! <laughs> and maybe that's what they were going for. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see the show at Hollywood Studios. In fact, I don't know that I even saw any video footage. I didn't either. Because they have the one on the Grandma's Chinese Theater, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll have to try to watch that before next week, but I don't know. I just want to see it in person. Let's see it in person. Yeah. And because like Stephanie said, it's totally different when you're there and immersed yeah. in the atmosphere. I want to see it and then up and form my own opinion about it. Like right now, as of right now, looking on the TV, I liked Harmonious better than Enchantment watching it on TV. But I did really like in Harmonious when the, I don't know what they're called, but the fireworks that shot towards the middle, mm -hmm. that was awesome. Love that part. That When that happened, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Amy was happy that they had um, Tiana in it. She loves that movie. All right, we can talk this to death. We, we should yeah. uh, <laughs> let Stephanie talk. <laughs> done, done with fireworks. Let's go back to that merchandise, that popular merchandise that everybody was wasting their park day trying to get <laughs> instead of going on the ride. How much of that stuff ended up on eBay is what I want to oh, know. I we should go on there and look. Well, they, have, they still have the two limit on stuff, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but if you have five people, five people. in your party and each yeah. person buys two things. That's true. There's ways There's always it. way to, to finagle. Yeah. And you still get, like, you can go get two of everything. There's not stopping you saying you can't get two of each and everything yeah, right so you can still buy quite a bit so guess we're excited to see and purchase of course this 50th disney merch there's a few 50th anniversary merchandise lines that are available and the first one has a deep blue and purple color to it much like the turrets in the castle there's a tracksuit that has that purple blue color with the 50th disney emblem on the left side of the jacket pretty snazzy looking. Then the t-shirt and the men's button-up shirts are white in color and the castle is on them with a bright, with very, very bright colors. The men's button-up shirt has the castle with the partner statue on it as well. All of them, of course, have the lovely 50th gold accents. They've got handbags, keychains, pins, coasters, picture frames, drinking glasses, and as you guys have mentioned, just go on eBay and you can find it all there, probably. And play an arm and a leg. I'm hoping they they at least restock <laughs> there. And it's I not, think they will. I am they not will. waiting four hours to get into the no. Emporium. I'm telling you that right now. Not at all. But so I did see somebody on Facebook uh, in a Disney group say that if you went to World of Disney in uh, Disney Springs, they had the same thing. Well, also the Emporium by the evening, the lines were next to nothing. So it was just the people waiting in four hour lines to be the first ones to clear the shelves for the merchandise that they really wanted. But if you waited and were patient, you could still see what was left without waiting in that long, long line. Empty shelves, that's what was right. left. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a Walmart during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> or just the grocery stores right now, period. Oh, gosh. 
Well, later this year, there might be another run on Disney merch. Um, they'll be focusing on the iridescent theme. Um, and yes, that is ears, like on the side of your head. Uh, this is a pinkish line of merchandise, and it's called iridescent because the lettering shimmers and changes color in the light. So if you've seen pictures of um, the new clothes that Mickey and Minnie wear, those are iridescent. Uh, imagine, it's, it feels, it's, it's like something you would see from the 80s. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, so what you might be able to find here is a pink iridescent backpack and a spirit jersey designed for both men and women. And don't forget, Disney guests love their headwear. So we have an iridescent pink ball cap, as well as iridescent pink mini ears with a matching bow. There is a dressy sequin top in this line, as well as shimmery Mickey leggings to wear with it. Um, I doubt personally that I will be wearing any of this stuff because it is not my style. Um, but if you're looking for a New Year's outfit, this could be perfect. I have to tell you guys, those shimmery leggings remind me of the 70s more than the 80s. Well, maybe the beginning of the 80s, like Pat Benatar pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're that kind of feel, but then they have like Mickey shadows all over them. And I was just like, hmm, this is very interesting. <laughs> and who well, thought this was a good idea? It all comes back. Oh my gosh, it was kind of crazy. I think that they should be roller skating with those pants oh, on. Oh, but you will see people wearing them. <laughs> oh no, I know we will. Have any have like if you walk into a store, one that I might shop at uh, probably three times a week that I've mentioned before, Target. Yes, it looks like the '90s. Oh gosh, it does absolutely. Holy moly! No, I heard it looks like Little House in the Prairie meets Holly Hobby in the yes, movie department that too. <laughs> I know, uh, Amy and I went there a couple of weeks ago when we were looking at clothes and Amy was like, what the heck is with the style? I'm like, I hate it. My friend posted something on Facebook that said, uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder, we found your clothes. They're at Target if you need them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last line of 50th merch is called Celebration Collection. This is a collection that is for the whole family. The line focuses on Mickey and Minnie and their friends, as well as tying things from the past and a little bit of nods toward the future. There is a 50th anniversary Pandora charm that we hope will still be available when we are there next week. Uh, the Disney soap dispenser that squirts a Mickey head of soap in your hands is back, and one has my name on it. <laughs> this was a huge seller when it first arrived in the parks, and um, I'm sure it will be still. The Mickey ears are a throwback on the original black felt Mickey ears that were black and red and white, and the black tag on the front. However, these ears are blue with the gold, black, and white Mickey patch and gold iridescent ears. And I have seen them, and I'm not a big fan of them. I thought they were kind of cute. Different. Just something different. They're different, but they might have to grow on me. Maybe they look better in person. Right. There are many different hats and ears in this collection, too. They also 
brought back some retro items. Here we go again with the retro, like the Mickey lunchbox, which, but I would be all over that one. And the mini plastic ears from long ago and some t-shirts were brought back. You will need to Google it to see this collection. It really is magical and makes you want things that you may not necessarily need. <laughs> I would like to have that Disney lunchbox. Me too. <laughs> I want the soap dispenser. And I don't even have a job that is, goes out of the house, and I still want the lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Of course, we have to have 50th anniversary treats because it wouldn't be Walt Disney World if there wasn't food involved. So they have the Mickey ice cream bar that everybody loves so much. It's in a 50th anniversary packaging with Mickey in his iridescent suit on it. Makes you want to keep the packaging, although... Kaylee would tell me right now that is a waste and I should not save something like that. So just take a picture of it and keep it. But the top of the ears are dipped in um, aqua blue, pink, yellow, and dark blue sprinkles on top of the chocolate. The colors that are in the iridescent outfits that Mickey and Minnie wear. Well, all of them wear actually, all the friends. I can see Abby getting this. Yeah, I saw it. I don't care for I, you guys know I'm the ice cream sandwich girl more than the ice cream bar. Same. But I don't I don't like the Mickey first. So they have these Magic Kingdom 50th anniversary buckets and the bucket is shaped like the interior Mickey heads of those clear balloons that you see that, what do they cost, 18 or $20 or something? And then <laughs> right. they have a lid in the back of them. Well, they had gold, green, maroon, and royal blue. I understood why the gold went so quickly. I did not understand why the green, and I was hoping you guys could maybe tell me that. No idea. All they had left the other day was at the um, by Friday night was maroon and royal blue. They have the iridescent, like the sparkly in the plastic. They were only $18. I know that $18 is $18, but I didn't feel like that was so bad. But I was trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, and the they're green. referable, fillable too, right? Right, right. For uh, I think $1.50 or $2 or something like that. So it's worth it to me. I don't know. My kids like the green icy pops at the pool in the summer and I have no idea why so I have no idea why people would like green popcorn buckets. It was like forest green it wasn't like lime green or well I mean that's a, maybe kind of a trendy maybe with fall I don't know I'm just thinking. No you're fine but I watched a TikTok this guy goes how long would you wait for a popcorn bucket and I'm not kidding you guys that popcorn stand that's over near Spaceship Mount or Space Mountain. It was like in a circle all the way around and under and oh my gosh, I saw all it. All the way like back by Monsters Inc. Like it went around where was that the video that I sent in our girls chat? Maybe. I think it was. But I was like, seriously? Now I like the maroon one. I'm trying to see the green one. I don't get the green. Royal royal blue seems like a lot of, it's a lot of gold and blue for the 50th. So I'm surprised that that wasn't the one to go. I do not like the gold one. I would not get that one. I like the blue. The blue is my favorite. I can't even find a picture of the green one. I saw that on a TikTok, actually. Maybe they didn't make very many of them because I didn't think they would sell. She's like, it's seriously forest green, but it's like shimmery. Uh, it, it almost looks like a Christmassy green to me maybe that's why i don't know it's not so it's not as dark as like a it looks like a christmasy green to me i have no idea but i'm gonna let stephanie tell about two more magical treats that are being sold at disney world this is the one that sounds amazing to me i know it's over at anti-gravity's galactic goodies in tomorrowland say that three the, times i know <laughs> it's a mouthful 
<laughs> just wait for the name of this. It's called Uncle Orville's Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday, which makes sense because, you know, the song. But it's, I mean, that's a lot of words. For, <laughs> I'll take the Uncle Orville's Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday. <laughs> that's when you just say, I would like the Sunday, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the tub Sunday. <laughs> so, of course, this is based on the scene from Carousel Pro Progress. The serving dish is a clear plastic old-fashioned tub with feet. It has chocolate and vanilla soft serve. Then it's got the brownie pieces. That's where you got me. Whipped cream and red, white, and blue sprinkles in reference to the Uncle Orville's scene on the 4th of July. When the park opened on Friday for the 50th, they were selling these really cute Mickey and Minnie sippers. Notice I said they were selling. <laughs> Both characters were dressed in their 50th attire. They had a straw that popped out of the back of their heads. They were adorable. They had lanyards with the 50th on them, 18 bucks a piece, and they were sold out before the day was over. Of course, we're hoping that they're gonna restock those, be on the lookout in case they do, but they went quick. So we saw this Sunday on a YouTube video after I was researching, and Kaylee's like, that is way not worth it. Like, so the picture that you probably looked at stuff was pr the same one I looked at where this tub is totally full to the top and then the whipped cream's like over the top of it and all the sprinkles. And it was barely half the tub full when I was watching on Tim Tracker just a little while ago. No way. He did say it was delicious. So I guess that makes it all worth it if it's delicious. But I thought it was funny. I didn't even see a picture of of the um, Uncle Orville's Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday. I feel like you do have to say it all now. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sing this song every time I hear I it. There's a great big beautiful... Sorry. I mean, I just, I love brownies and ice cream together. That combination is yes. mm, my Amazing. favorite. And then some sprinkles on top. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm in. So we have an, a little bit of an oops and an update on a closure over at Animal Kingdom. Uh, another one of the new shows, uh, <laughs> Kite Tales, happened on Saturday. And Baloo, one of our favorite characters from the Jungle Book, seemed to get away from the handlers and landed in the trees. Uh, Disney had to cancel the rest of the shows for the day so that poor Baloo could be extracted. Um, there wasn't any word on whether he was damaged, but Vicky was watching the, sh the first show live on YouTube and poor Baloo, at that point, took a nosedive into the river. Um, so we are wondering if it is a windy day, <laughs> whether they will be able to perform this show. It seemed like the wind wasn't something, wasn't a factor that the jet ski operators were prepared for. So we'll wait and see how this affects future shows. The good news is that Baloo made a full recovery and was back to work on Sunday. I don't know. I watched a few clips of this show. And laughed. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. What is going on? <laughs> it wasn't what I expected, that's no. for sure. I've never been super excited for this show. Like, since they announced it, I'm like, oh, okay, kites. Like, I just don't even have anything to say. I was just perplexed as to why this is happening. I just don't understand how they weren't prepared 
for how wind might change things. Like, isn't that the point of a kite? Like, right. isn't it like, this is a good day for a kite or this is not a good day for a kite. That's what, <laughs> normal people know these things. Like you're gonna go out there and fly kites and then say, oh, we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> On a jet ski to top it all off. Like, <laughs> Did you guys see all the stuff in the in the audience? the little puppets in the audience, I would have been fine if they just did those. Those were entertaining to me. I was watching those kites that were on the jet skis going, oh my gosh, oh, it's gonna, oh, it's gonna, oh, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> down into the water, and I'm like, exactly what I thought was gonna happen, where they brought out these elephants and stuff, and they were making them move almost like um, Finding Nemo the musical, not the same characters, but I mean, those are same the type, concept. Yeah, the same kind of puppet concept. It was entertaining to me. And so I didn't understand why they felt it necessary to even, I mean, unless they just wanted to use that out there. I feel like they could have had that little band out there playing music and let those puppets go around and people would have been easily entertained by that. This may be one of those shows where it disappears rather quickly. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I don't. I will not make my family go watch this when we go. <laughs> I wanted to, but after seeing the video, I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not happening. So, um, a little more news for you. Um, what is now my least favorite part of Disney property? <laughs> prior to um, that is after the clown was removed from the boardwalk. <laughs> um, Primeval World in Dino Land has been closed forever, it seems. After 19 years, much of the props and track of Primeval World have been reduced to a mound of debris, or as my kids like to call it, debris. <laughs> <laughs> One of the hills of the tracks hasn't been taken down, but it is very clear that it is nearing its demise. Um, so the question is, what will replace it? And my thoughts are to level all of Dino Land <laughs> and put something new there because I, agree. I despise it. Like, I, I just really don't like this part of the park. It is my least favorite and I avoid it. But what do you guys think they will replace it with anything? I don't know. I don't, I... I'm laughing because I, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> I mean, it is literally, I saw pictures. It looks... Like they went in and it's just kind of fallen down. Yeah. It came in like a wrecking ball. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe that they, like Disney normally hides stuff, you know, yeah. like it's right. They just kind of left it. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this and maybe y'all agree with me, but I feel like Harmonious, and this is because I'm not a fan of them so far. Harmonious, Enchantment, Primeval World. They've got a big fat Chapek stamped on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I agree with you on, on harmonious and enchantment. Uh, I don't know. I was laughing because he was looking so happy on the 50th anniversary <laughs> special, and I just he brought Iger out there with him so he would not get booed off the stage. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely 100 percent right. I mean, there was no need for Bob, Bob Iger to be there. No need. All right, so an update on a couple of things at Magic Kingdom. The Pirates Adventure Treasures of Seven Seas reopened after being closed since March of 2020. 
This is an interactive experience where guests complete raids around Adventureland for collectible cards themed in Pirates of the Caribbean. It will open at 12 p.m. daily. Um, Earlier this year, we reported that the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom permanently closed. So we are thrilled that this activity has reopened and it sounds like it's gonna kind of take over Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. I wanna give something fun for the kids to do. I like it. My family always did like this, that stuff. I'm glad they're not completely taking it away. Right. Outside of Magic Kingdom, the new ramps have been installed so that guests can exit the top level of the ferry boats from the Ticket and Transportation Center. If you have ever rode the ferry boats, it can take a while to unload because they have to let the lower level out first and then the upper level. But now both levels can unload at the same time, which should help get you into the park quicker and get the ferry back to ticket and trip yes that too so question because i've never done these i didn't do sorcerers of the magic kingdom um so something like this a pirate's adventure treasures of the seven seas how do you go about doing it you go to the building over by pirates of the caribbean i've never done it i i didn't even know it existed honestly until i saw that it came back they give you like a first your first card you get these cards as you go along and there's like screens in certain places they like usually have a little map for you to follow and you go find these screens and you hold the card up to the screen reader and it'll pop up like a little video type thing and then you just it gives you like a hint of where the next one is and then you move along to it they have them on the on the disney cruise ships too Now that's your favorite land, Sarah. Have you guys done this? We have not. My kids just want to do rides. (laughs) I just know that's your favorite land. Yeah, I tried to get them to get into pin trading, and it was me forcing my kids to walk up to cast members. So I gave up on that, too. And um, we just go for the rides. Maybe it'll change when they get older. I I noticed that with my kids. Like, Abby, when she was little, like, she didn't get into the pin trading or anything, and now she loves the pin trading. So in celebration of the 50th, Disney brought back some pins for rides and attractions that were at Disney World on October the 1st. So they're kind of retro looking. I mean, they say on them, um, oh, I don't want to misquote, but I think they say original or something like that, original rides to the park. And I started listing them. I'm just going to list a few because literally there were more than I realized there would be. But there's some really cool ones like the Grand Prix Raceway, which is now Tomorrowland Speedway, but that's what it was called when it first opened. Frontier Shoot and Gallery, which apparently is now reopened for anybody who's interested in going to that. They did reopen that last week, I believe. Um, Haunted Mansion, Sky, the Skyway Buckets that used to be there. There's a pin for that. There used to be a character parade um, with and I forgot about this, the three little pigs and the big bad wolf because Mick, uh, Walt Disney had made that cartoon on Silly Symphonies. I know Nick showed that to his class before. There's a main entrance pin. There's a Swiss Family Island treehouse, Country Bears. There's so many of them. They are being sold at the Frontier Trading Post. Now, this was interesting because I've never seen a line for this store, and I don't know if you guys have, but it was down the front of Frontierland all the way to the Liberty Tree Tavern waiting to get Holy in that cow. store to look at those pins and to purchase them. Hilarious. So 
That's where there was another line that we didn't see. I just read about. More stores, more shopping. Yes, I would wait in that line for a little bit, but not four hours. Yeah, same. I doubt, they didn't say that one was four hours. I just thought it was funny because it's, I guess it's not as bad as the popcorn bucket line was, but it's a pretty long line from the Frontier store all the way, Trading Post, all the way to Liberty Tree down towards, what, Hall of Presidents or something? Mm -hmm. I have a breaking news. Okay, breaking news. We're ready. Breaking news. Apparently, there are dessert parties again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. And I know, no, I did not know this. I only knew about them for media. I didn't know they were open to guests yet. Right, yeah. Okay, I'm going to look this up. But... It says they began on October 3rd. I saw one of the media dessert parties, but it wasn't real desserts. Like, they didn't get to try them. Right. It was mm-hmm. the fake ones where they, like, got to see what they were. Hmm. That doesn't sound nearly as fun. Yeah. <laughs> it says there's a pre-party, Disney Enchantment pre-party, $99 per adult and 59 for kids. You check in 90 minutes prior to the start of the show, and this is the where you watch from the Plaza Garden viewing area. And there's another one called Disney Enchantment Treats and Seats. This is $114 per adult and $69 per child. And you check in 60 minutes prior to the start of the show, and you watch Disney Enchantment from the lowest deck of the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant. So this sounds like the same stuff they had before. They just have different names for it. Were the prices like that before? Yes. Similar, yeah. They're a little higher. The after party, um, you check in for Disney Enchantment treats and seats, and then you watch from the Plaza Garden. So I've done the dessert party where you watch from the Plaza Garden, and it's awesome. I would, I will absolutely look into doing this again, even for enchantment and not happily ever after. So the thing is though, neither one of those seats is gonna give you the full view with it on Main Street. Yeah. They need to do a dessert party and it'll be a small dessert party, but they need to do a dessert party <laughs> in the garden area. Or at Casey's Corner there. Well, I yeah. was thinking by the flags, and yeah. up on the train station. Yeah. Well, we have two Magic Kingdom days planned. So one day I can do the party, and one day I can stand on Main Street. There you yeah. go. I loved the um, sitting in the, the the plaza area. You were you were there was space, so you didn't have to wait hours ahead of time for a spot. My kids could run around. They were blowing bubbles. There was a Disney um, photo pass photographer there to take pictures of you. It was it was awesome, and I would absolutely pay for it again so I don't have to um, wait and be really close to people because that's not my jam. And then get annoyed when somebody comes and takes your spot that you've yes. been trying to save. And- <laughs> or they stand in front of you even though they're six feet tall and realize that you're not even five foot tall and they still stand in front of you. Now, I will say my t- my husband is six seven and he feels really badly about that sometimes, but he needs to stand somewhere and he tries his best not to stand in front of people. Some people don't care. I know he <laughs> does though. He really does. Okay, so I have some magical news happening over at the Japan Pavilion in Epcot's World Showcase. The drummers and Sarah bust out your beautiful oh, accent goodness. and help me with the name of this. I don't know if I have a Japanese accent. Um. The Matsurika Taiko Drummers. The Matsurika 
Taiko drummers. All right. They are returning. It's a 15 minute show. They've got two different sets. I have seen them before. It is a really neat show. Um, and it's worth stopping by and watching for 15 minutes. Um, they can be seen Thursday through Mondays from 1130 or at 1130, 1230, 132, 33, 34, 30, and 530. If you can't wait that long, you can go to Disney site and search them and you can find them there. So also returning to the World Showcase is Sergio, the Italian mime in the Italy Pavilion. He shares his juggling and comedy skills with Disney guests. As he kicks off his 10-minute show, Sergio lays out a rope to represent his stage and blows a whistle in time to music that is playing. He encourages audience participation, especially children. Um, So he's a skilled juggler, and he's really great at balancing a ladle on his head, which goes nicely with the chef's hat that he wears. His shows are Tuesdays through Saturdays. Just check the Epcot Times Guide for the exact times of the show. And we're very excited that this is back. And I hope that this means that more World Showcase cast members will be returning soon. Definitely hoping that. Those, that was kind of the highlight of the World Showcase. Yeah, my, my favorite show is the um, France one where they stack the chairs. So the Daily Dose of Disney guy today I was watching right before we started recording. He was so excited. He was taking us to see Sergio and I was thinking, I wonder if he knows that Sergio is not there on Sundays. Guess what? He did not. So he he needed this information and he goes, I just read the sign. He's off today and tomorrow because he recorded it yesterday, but it aired today. And I was like, oh my gosh. Poor guy. I did. I felt sorry for him. Always when you go into the park, they have these stands, they have um, paper, maps, and times guides. (laughs) get them you may want to reference them they're useful it should be on your my disney experience app too it should yes but there's something i like about getting out the map i don't know me too no i i get you and then it's kind of a nice little souvenir too i gotta remember i need to get a handful of maps to bring home with me because i like to send them out my packets to my clients yeah Yeah. me too and i'm out (laughs) (laughs) So we mentioned last week that the Main Street Confectionery reopened, but this week we have details about the customizable treats. I'm really excited about that. Um, First, there are cylinders full of M&Ms of all colors, and um, there's also Skittles in many flavors lining one large wall, which I guarantee you my child is going to go straight to the Skittles wall. (laughs) And... uh, it's a very sweet wall of color for guests to choose from that you can mix and match. So you don't have to have just one flavor. You can get you them can all. even mix <laughs> M&Ms and Skittles if you yeah, want. Yeah, don't ever do that. I've done it on accident. Horrible. <laughs> really? So there are treats like we normally see, like the chocolate covered apples, which is my favorite rice crispy treats cookies and more uh, but they're created specifically for the 50th anniversary so you may want to get them if you see them because like the disney merch they can disappear as quickly as they arrive so one of the most exciting treats in, in this beautiful newly refurbished shop is the personalized popcorn experience 
and I seriously want to try this. I am so doing this. <laughs> Me too. You choose a type of popcorn, a type of sauce, like butter, um, chocolate, strawberry, chocolate, white, yeah. caramel, all kinds. And then you also choose a type of candy, like Trix or M&M's or Snickers. And the cast members mix your items together to create a delicious, delicious, magical popcorn treat. I, Vicky said she's definitely doing this. I am definitely doing this. <laughs> and I just hope they have the snow caps because when, when I go to the movies, my friend Lori got me started on this and she would take the popcorn and dump snow caps in it. And it's so good. Yeah. I don't know, I'll have to go back and look at the pictures, but the person that I was watching that made theirs, they paid a dollar extra, you could pay a dollar extra for more different kinds of candy. So he like had all these different kinds of candies in there the with it. The would be good. Snicker, Snickers would probably be good too. It just seemed messy to me. <laughs> the M&Ms have hard shells, so they don't, they get messy in your mouth. I don't know. I'm bizarre, I know this. I thought of something else with my Times guys and my Mac. Okay. They come in different languages. So if you have a kid that's learning the language in school, get one of those maps and take it back home and show it off to your um, foreign language teacher. That would be cool. Good idea. Yeah. Huh. Well, thank you, Sarah and Gina, for joining us this week for Rumors and News. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us. Please text us at 626 626- Three nine five zero five four four. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us Stephanie, Sarah, Gina, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. We would love to hear from you. And we would also love it if you listen to Friday's show as you hear part two of the Walker family trip report with our friend Margie and her family have just returned from a week-long Disney adventure at Disney World. You don't want to miss it. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Thank you.